Welcome to Market Scale Hospitality. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I have the pleasure of having another conversation with my now close personal friend, Alicia Prakash. She's the editor for Oyster.com and one of the world travelingest people I've ever met. Alicia, how are you today? Good, good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me back. I'm doing very well. I'm so glad that we were able to actually catch you um, not on an airplane. So it's very <laughs> fortunate that this podcast was scheduled when it was. Have you been doing, you've been doing a little travel lately, right? Yes, I have. I was um, recently in Puerto Rico and St. Bart's, um, you know, checking out both destinations, given that they were pummeled by the recent hurricane. So, um, you know, just going back to check out how things are doing and how the islands are faring following the natural disaster. I want to take a moment to talk about the Caribbean and what you witnessed, because I would imagine there is a very strong sense of guilt or discomfort in going to, quote unquote, vacation on an island that is still trying to recover from such a massive devastation. But going to the islands actually helps those communities and their tourism industry. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, you know, one thing that just caught my eye while I was both in St. Bart's and Puerto Rico is just the messaging around certain destinations following disasters like, um, you know, Hurricane Maria. When I was traveling to Puerto Rico, I talked to so many locals down there about how the island is faring following the hurricane. And the overall message that I heard while there was that not only is this island open for business, but the best way for people to help um, with recovery is to actually visit and spend tourism dollars. And like you said, unfortunately, many travelers are shying away from visiting following the hurricane, you know, whether it's because they think that the island is still closed for business or because they feel guilty about enjoying themselves when so many people face loss. But the best way to help is to actually go and spend spend your tourism dollars. You know, Puerto Rico is an island where tourism makes up 10% um, of the GDP. So it's, it's really important that people visit and help that way. The fact that Puerto Rico is technically part of the United States. It is a territory of the United States. And just because it's on an island, I think sometimes we fall into the trap of thinking that it is something separate. Not going to Puerto Rico after a hurricane would be the same as saying, well, I can't go to Oklahoma City because they had a tornado last year. And that emotional connection can be almost as important as the financial connections. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you definitely don't need a passport to go there. It's quick and easy and it's great for um, winter vacation, summer vacation. The island is absolutely open for business and a great way to help is to actually go there and lay out on the beach, buy those pina coladas, go to those bars and, you know, have, enjoy Mofungo in the restaurants and um, have a great time. And that's, you know, that's actually the best way that you can help. You are someone who managed to take something you're very passionate about, and that is travel. You were able to take that and develop it into your career. I've heard it said that a job is something you do for someone else and a career is something you do for yourself. You are the editor at Oyster.com. You manage the stories section and you basically get to share amazing experiences and stories through your writing. Tell me about how fulfilling that is for you on a daily basis. I mean, it's just the greatest, um, you know, traveling the world just satisfies me in such a deep and meaningful way. Um, you know, whether it's actually being on the road or, 
sitting behind my computer, uh, researching a destination, um, both are so meaningful to me. And, you know, how can you not enjoy it? And when I'm not traveling, I'm constantly thinking about it or writing about it. And I find joy in inspiring other people to explore the world and care about their trips as much as my own, which is sort of why I love doing what I do. And, you know, Oyster is such a great place because, you know, we help you take on the world by making it easy to find the right vacation for you. So, you know, through independent reporting and honest hotel photography and cruise photography and reviews, we deliver, um, you know, honest and objective reviews so that you can really find what you're looking for, um, you know, what suits your travel style and tastes and needs and all of that good stuff. Now, one thing about you that I want to clarify is you were a journalist first. In the travel industry recently, there has been, I don't want to say scandal, but there's been some sketchy things happen with pictures maybe not truly reflecting an adequate vision of what a particular location might be. We're falling into a dangerous cycle, I think, of influencers and sponsored views, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, there is a definite need for integrity, especially in the travel industry and the recommendations that come in that industry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just to your point about social media, um, you know, social media acts as a marketing tool, whether, you know, followers know it or not. And so, it's really important that these tools are used in an honest way. And unfortunately, as you mentioned, um, you know, sometimes images are doctored and that can be disappointing for a traveler who shows up in a destination that, you know, doesn't look like it did, whether it's a it's on Instagram or, you know, a travel website or a hotel site when expectations in reality don't align. Um, that can be disappointing and not just disappointing, but travelers you know, end up wasting precious time and valuable vacation days. So, um, yeah, certainly reviews, um, review sites like Oyster, um, they're really handy because they present the property from an expert and more authoritative lens. Um, we as experts have obviously traveled extensively and oftentimes, you know, have visited hundreds of properties in one destination alone. So we're able to compare hotels and help travelers find the best vacation for them. Um, and, you know, vet things before they, you know, put their put that credit card down. So, yeah, I definitely think that review sites um, are, are extremely important. One thing I noticed in looking through the site is there's not a lot of opinion that shows up on those pages. There's an awful lot of facts that show up, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one thing that, you know, Oyster um, is our mission is that we publish honest and expert reviews and photos so that guests know exactly what they're going to get before they arrive. So, you know, if that pool um, is not as blue as it shows on the hotel website, you know, we're going to make sure to tell you that. And, um, you know, if the rooms are small or if there's a 20 minute walk to the beach, um, we'll certainly um, detail that in our reviews and, you know, show that in our photos. So we're, we're definitely, um, we take an honest and objective um, we look at these properties through an honest and objective lens. Do you think that your dedication to honesty can begin to influence the honesty that the hotels and properties exhibit 
on their own? Review sites have certainly changed the way that a lot of businesses, especially hotels, um, the way that they do business rather. You know, they're forced to interact with customers who were disappointed with their product by responding to negative and sometimes even positive reviews. And doing so can certainly minimize the damage to their reputation as a business. So you know, prospective guests may think more highly of you and it can even repair your relationship with an unhappy customer. Um, you know, you'll often see that businesses like hotels, um, you know, thank the guest by name and make it more personalized and apologize for a poor experience and highlight the changes they've made or intend to make and, you know, detail how they'll improve the issues. And so these reviews, whether user generated or on expert sites like Oyster, you know, have given businesses the opportunity for instant feedback on their product and company and how users and travelers are interacting with it, which I think is kind of neat and interesting. And even if you get a negative comment or review, this gives you an opportunity to show people that you that you actually care by taking care of the problem and, and guessed if you respond to the, the negative review, at least on a, from the user-generated perspective. Now, you mentioned a few minutes ago, but you were so subtle about it. I think you thought maybe you were sneaking it by me. <laughs> I heard you mention that you had added cruise reviews to Oyster. So let's talk about that a little bit, because there are so many things that can go wrong on a cruise ship. Oh, yeah. But there are an awful lot of things that can go right. How challenging is that new area for journalists to review? When you look at a hotel, you're looking at a much smaller, usually much smaller space than a cruise, um, you know, especially if it's a major cruise line like Carnival or Norwegian, those ships are massive behemoths. So um, when we're reviewing it, you know, again, we, we take such a detailed approach to our reviews so that, um, you know, these potential passengers know exactly what they're going to get um, or what they're signing up for. So yeah, I mean, it's a, certainly a different beast when we're um, looking at reviews, just given the size. Um, and then cruises are also different because you, on the plus side, you're not unpacking and packing if you're, you're, you get to see a lot of different destinations, but at the same time, you're sort of confined to one space um, rather than, you know, being able to go out and, um, exploring the destination on your own, you're sort of confined to this one space. So it's, it's really important that travelers are happy with the cruise that they've chosen. So um, yeah, we've added cruise reviews to our site and similar to our hotel reviews, they, um, they showcase these vessels in an honest and objective way. Now, a way that you showcase these has traditionally been written stories, photographs, but at Oyster, you've stepped into the world of VR. Mm -hmm. Absolutely mind-boggling to me that you've already jumped to that. Tell me how VR is revolutionizing the way you present a property on the website. Yeah, I mean, by implementing this new technology, we can take users um, on our hotel visits and show these spaces um, the way they were when we toured them ourselves. So, you know, sure, we have these honest photos and reviews and they're great, but, you know, we want to give um, potential visitors and guests to these hotels, um, give them a firsthand experience, let them see what the room actually looks like, the view actually looks like, the pool actually looks like. And so by, by having these walkthroughs um, for our properties, you know, we're able to show these spaces 
in in a in a fresh way, in a new way, in a more personal way, and so that um, you know certainly can help them make a decision one way or the other whether they're going to book the property or not. I'm going to go out on a limb and predict that you are not an individual who would need to show me a picture of you with sharks in order to convince me to go visit a destination. Would that be a true assessment? That is absolutely true. I'm terrified of sharks. <laughs> Let's talk about social media just a little bit more okay. because Instagram is truly really massive in its reach. I think Instagram is more influential than Facebook or Twitter have ever been in that it's such a visual medium. It really is about the image of the photo of you being in that place and wanting to be in that place because it looks glitzy, it looks glamorous, it looks cool. That food looks delicious. But there's a dangerous lure or a trap that you can fall into if you just depend on Instagram to inform your traveling decisions. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And so, I mean, I should preface it by saying that, of course, you know, not all, um, you know, social media, Instagram specific influencers and platforms, um, you know, use these, use this tool for, for bad. And many do, you know, truly inspire people to travel and explore the world um, in a great way. But yeah, I mean, there are many influencers, um, you know, who use their platforms to, um, you know, gain followers. And so sometimes that can, that can mean doctoring images on their own feed by, you know, superimposing themselves on scenes that, you know, don't act actually depict the place um, that they've traveled to, which can, um, you know, like I said, kind of be a disappointment for travelers um, who have very precious vacation days and, um, you know, want to use those wisely. And so, when expectations and reality don't align, it can be kind of a bummer. So, you know, many influencers certainly act as a marketing tool. And, um, you know, it's important that, um, you know, there, all the, there are so many place, beautiful places in the world. And so, you know, just to make sure that these places are being accurately depicted and, you know, not necessarily being... Um, you know, superimposing themselves in these places. And, you know, of course, some people have certainly come to the defense of these influencers, sort of saying it's their job to inspire people to travel the world and, you know, that these doctored images are a form of art. And there's definitely truth to that, um, you know, but these the experiences they create on their feeds might be tough for travelers to replicate themselves. And so, um, you know, when these travelers aspire to visit these destinations and do visit these destinations, it can sometimes turn out to be sort of a disappointment if if reality, you know, doesn't align with what they saw while scrolling through their phone. When you take actual personal vacation, when you go just for yourself, do you have a tendency to want to get away from all of the service and all of the concierge and valet? Sometimes do you just want to get away and do it yourself? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing like, you know, throwing your itinerary out for the day and just going to explore because some of the best things that you end up stumbling upon, you know, you can't find on a website or a blog or an Instagram feed. These are sort of just things you happen upon during your travels, whether it's a conversation with a local or a hole in the wall um, shop or restaurant. And so, yeah, the best the best trips um, are sometimes the ones where you kind of throw the itinerary out the window. 
All right. Tell me about two specific instances in your travels. One, tell me about a natural thing that you saw that took your breath away. And tell me about a man-made experience that did the same. Okay. As for our natural occurrence, Patagonia, I visited a year ago in November in the Argentinian side of Patagonia. And it was to date, probably the most beautiful place that I've ever been. Um, you know, we did this day trek, uh, a glacier hike for a full day on the Perito Moreno glacier. And um, it is just it's absolutely breathtaking. Um, just the sheer size of it is so humbling and really puts you in your place and makes you realize, you know, how big the world, I mean, the world is certainly small, but how big the world actually is too. Um, it's just absolutely stunning. Um, and then man-made, um, that's a good question. I'd have to think about that one. I was in Israel not too long ago and I was visiting Jerusalem and I went to the Western Wall and it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. Um, you know, just seeing people praying by the wall and it's, it's a truly cool experience to see people there. Um, you know, it's the history behind it is, it's incredible. And just to think about the number of people over the years, hundreds, thousands of years who've come by and been at this exact site is, is a really cool experience too. Well, I'm really thankful that you took the time today. I'm quite sure you have to run and catch a plane or a, or a ship or a rocket or a canoe. I don't know. Wherever you're going, I'm pretty sure you're getting ready to go somewhere. So thank you for, for taking the time to stop for just a few minutes to have a conversation with me. Today, I've had the pleasure of having a conversation with my friend, Alicia Prakash, the editor for Oyster.com. Alicia, thank you so much. I hope you have safe travels, and I can't wait to hear about your next adventure. Thanks so much. It was great chatting with you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.